some days I'm not always sure that I'm through it. Some days I'm not always sure that I'm over it because I want you to know fear will try to come in and captivate you and hold you hostage. And many of you, you say, I can't go all the way with God because I'm afraid what might happen. Well, let me tell you something. The place that you have to get to in your life is that what else could happen? The only thing that can happen is that I'll go on to be with the Lord. And then the very ones I'm looking for, the very ones I want to be, going to be right where I'm going to be. He's prepared you for it. Scary to think about that, isn't it? Preparation. He's not going to put something that you're ill-prepared to go through. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Picking Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Ask me who became king of Israel. The one who was faithful with the little. What does it have to do with prayer? A lot. Can you give God 10 minutes? Because your prayer life has to enlarge. It has to begin. Sometimes it begins small. It begins with just 10 minutes. But after some time, you don't stay at that 10-minute level. Because God is blessing you, he's using you. Oh, now I need 20. And he's going to use you some more and bless you some more. Amen. Oh, now I need 30. And then he's going to use you and bless you some more, and he's going to give you more opportunity. Now I need an hour. I'm at a point right now, I'm finding myself, I need hours. Throughout the day, I, it, it's, it's a good thing I'm not a bivocational pastor trying to work two and three jobs. How in the world are you going to do that in pastor? You feel me, Elder? You feel me? I've got to be in, I've got to be in his prayer. I've got to be in prayer mode because the ministry is enlarging. People are coming from every direction. People's lives are at stake. Some of you don't realize it, but there are intercessors praying for you. Yes. Your pastor is praying for you, although he may not call your name right here. Yes. There are times I have to get up, amen, early, amen, go to war for some of you. Yes. I don't need a hand clap. Don't clap for me. Clap for him. Yes. Nobody but God will ever wake me up like that. <laughs> because when he put his love in you. You protect even the smallest little ewe lamb. And I say, Satan, you can't have him. You can't have her. You a liar. I come against you now. I come against every plan, every dart you're trying to use to throw against my sister, against my daughter, against my son in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. You better thank God. Somebody praying for you. <laughs> Glory to God. So whoever's, who, who's best suited for the job? The person who is faithful 
in the little. Faithfulness, even when nobody's watching. Nobody was watching David. <laughs> well, you say, well, Pastor High got in the Bible. Somebody was watching him. No. Samuel got that from the Lord. When you find that in the book of Samuel. God was showing Samuel what David was doing behind closed doors. Samuel wouldn't have known that if God hadn't revealed it to him. I know, I know. There's, there's few of you, you praying. I know. Some of you praying for me. Amen. I know. I can, I can feel. When I feel that, that, that new surge of energy, I said, oh, somebody praying for me. Glory be to God. I don't know if my mama, my uncle, my somebody praying for me because I feel a rush coming into my spirit. And the person that God's going to use who's best suited for the job, is the person who makes him or herself available to prayer. And you say, amen. amen. Glory to God. Now let's turn, go to Isaiah. Let me give you some scriptures. And I'm just trying to really take my time here. Because there's something God wants to say. To us as a church. Isaiah 62 and verse 6. Y'all ready for Bible study? Yeah. I, thought he's, I thought he's a hooper. No, I'm a helper. I'm going to Mount Pilgrim where they hoop. Bye. <laughs> Touch him, I said, that's my pastor. Leave him alone. <laughs> Isaiah 62, verse 6. You have it? Say amen. amen. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O New Kingdom Ministries International, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Now, again... We're talking about the praying church, but we're focusing on spiritual watchmen. Spiritual watchmen. I gave you the illustration last, last Tuesday that watchmen uh, in, in the kingdom, uh, natural watchmen, they were an extension of the king. Kings never operated the kingdom without having guards or watchmen that would oversee things within that realm. If the king had a castle, he had watchmen at the doors. He had watchmen on the walls. He had watchmen on top in the balconies. The entire palace was overseed or oversought by watchmen. They were extensions of the king. They protected not only the king, but they protected the citizens of that kingdom. Yeah, it was their assignment. They had to be alert. They had to be armed. You can never be a watchman and not be alert and not be armed. Those two things are very important. And you had to go through training in order to know how to deal with certain situations. So the Lord began to show me that the way it is in the natural realm, as far as the kingdom of God and as far as the kingdom of man, as far as our uh, uh, government, because even the president has secret service men, the same way it is in the spirit. 
there must be watchmen in position. And you have a twofold assignment. And I want you to write this down. Spiritual watchmen must have eyes to see. That's number one. And number two, they must have ears to hear. Spiritually speaking. You must have eyes to see and you must have ears to hear. And I'm going to show you an illustration. And, uh, as a matter of fact, there's so many scriptures I can give you on watchmen, but write these down. Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. And you don't have to go there. But uh, it says, Son of man, Ezekiel 3, verse 17. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way in order to save his life, that person shall die for his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way, he shall die for his iniquity, iniquity but you, you will have delivered your soul. Now that's a spiritual watchman. As a spiritual watchman, sometimes God gives us insight, correction for people to turn away from that sin or to turn away from that wickedness. And if, that, if that's not given to them, sometimes, see, here's what people say. You know, I just need God to show me. I need God to tell me. <laughs> no, you don't. Mm -mm. If you have the audacity to do it before God, Think about that. I need God to tell me. Do you realize God is watching you 24-7? You, you know, do you know his eyes are on you all the time? Have you, ever, have you ever caught yourself saying something before God? I know we used to have this saying, you know, don't, don't lie in church. But people go home and lie and they, they don't realize they are the church. What, what difference is it to God? You lied in the building, and then you lied at your, at your house in his temple, which Paul says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes God will raise up people to be a voice for him and tell you you're wrong. You're out of order. That's not God. Change your way. Oh, no, we don't want to hear that. Come on. But that must be a ministry you're called to. Don't just go around trying to rebuke people. <laughs> I'm a prophet. I'm a prophetess. Sit down. <laughs> Look at Amos 3, 7. For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. He does nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. Spiritual watchmen. We see this throughout the Old Testament. We even see it in the, in the New Testament. Matthew 26, 41. Jesus said, watch and pray. Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray that what? That you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing... But that old flesh, that flesh don't want to pray. 
That flesh don't want to study the word of God. That flesh want to be in self-pity. That flesh want, want to be in, in the flesh. Because <laughs> that's his nature, the flesh. Your spirit is willing. Lay your hands on your belly as a point of contact for your spirit. That's the real you that needs and requires fellowship with God. Because you were made in the image and likeness of God. In order to sustain, you need that, that intimacy with him. But that flesh just want to contain you. That flesh wants to rob you of that experience with God. He wants you to stay in bed longer. Oh, you deserve to sleep. Come on, I'm reading somebody's mail. That's all right. Spiritual watchman. Look at Hebrews 13, 7. Hebrews 13, 7. Obey your leaders and submit to them. Why? For they are keeping watch over your souls. They're watchmen. They're watching over your souls. You may not like everything that comes forth, but it's for the protection of your soul. It's for the saving of your soul. I'm not going to promise you every message I preach is going to be peaches and cream. Oh, God loves you. and Oh, you can just do anything you want to do. And the Lord is going to love you anyway. Oh, I love you. You love me. We can't have a Barney ministry. Do you realize that as the shepherd of this house, I'm responsible for things that go on this, in this house. I, that's why I don't make. I don't let anybody in here make decisions in this house. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Why? Because if something happened, it's not going to be Joey. It's not going to be Roger. It's not going to be Susie. Where that John Barton at? The buck stops right here. Come on, somebody. That's the responsibility that you don't want. And the Lord showed me, he said, you're responsible for the rebellion that you allow in this house. I am not afraid to sit people down. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want to wash my hands with it. Because I'm responsible for your soul. Go ahead and clap for the Lord right now. Thank the Lord for that. That's a good place to clap your hand. I, you know, oh, I, can't, I, don't, I don't see that what's going on. No, open up your eyes. That's what's going on right there. Check it. Come on, somebody. 